Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lindsay. Who is involved when a sale is made? Of course, the obvious answer is the salesperson and the customer. But if you think about it, the receptionist who takes your calls, the customer support desk, the administrative assistant all help you make the sale. How do you treat those within your support system? Well, please don't let Zig's references to the 90s in this podcast keep you from taking the ideas and using them successfully. Zig will help you see how you treat others makes a big difference in your success. The Successful Sales Support System, how the office and family can empower your career. Have you ever stopped to realize that you have two sets of customers? The obvious clients and prospects to whom you make your presentations are your external customers, those outside your organization. The second group are the internal clients and prospects who work for your organization. Obviously, you're not selling the same products and services to both groups, but you are selling. Just because the same person who signs your paycheck signs the paycheck for the receptionist doesn't mean that she or he is not your customer. The accountant, shipping clerk, Secretarial support and service departments are due and deserve the same courtesy, if not more. We are given suspects and prospects. Think, would you treat a prospect the same way you treat the people in your own office? How can we use outstanding people skills outside our offices and forget them when we walk through the doors of our building? When you fail to treat co-workers with the same courtesy and respect shown to customers, you will pay the price all unsuccessful salespeople pay for forgetting who your customers really are. Anybody can love the lovable. There is no talent involved in caring for the person who cares for us. One of the basics of success in life, as well as in sales, is learning to love the unlovable. And frankly, it's okay that you don't like everyone. You're not required to be best friends or seek approval from every person in your life. However, you will find that when you treat each person in your life with courtesy and in an appropriate manner, that you will be treated in kind. This doesn't mean allowing people to treat you unkindly and walk on you. I'm not talking about allowing people to abuse you verbally or physically. You can walk away from a situation with courtesy and dignity and feel much better and get great results without losing control. When you envision every person in your life as being a real flesh-and-blood person and treat them with respect, even if they don't notice, you will, and you will respect yourself, which in the long run is much more important than that other person's respect for you. You may have heard the phrase, every obnoxious act is a cry for help. If we can give others the benefit of the doubt and allow them to keep their dignity, we can help them to win while winning ourselves. And this truly is the double win we read and talk about so much. One of the primary methods we can utilize to bring our support team together and be sure we are pulling on the same end of the rope as opposed to pulling against each other is to work toward shared ownership. In 1990, we made a very important decision which had a great bearing on our business and my sales career. We decided that the Zig Ziglar Corporation was going to return to being a family business. 
At one point, we had changed our board of directors from my immediate family, that's our three daughters, one son, an accountant, and our attorney, to a board consisting of the redhead and me, with all other members coming from outside the family. And though there were some good reasons for doing this, this board never functioned quite as effectively as before. So in 1990, we went back to the family board and far more involvement from each member of the family. Results have been even better than expected, and the future for Zig Ziglar Corporation as a training company looks brighter than ever. Now, if you're wondering why I'm taking the time to tell you about my family's involvement in our company, let me make it perfectly clear. You, as a successful sales executive, must remember that you're the owner of your own business. As I said earlier, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. The people in your home are going to have a great bearing on your success, so get them involved. I cannot overstress the importance of this statement, but I can repeat it. Get your family involved in your business. Because this book on selling is dealing with the entire sales process and salesperson, including the personal, family, and business life, I'd like to share another example of how selling is effectively used in dealing with the family. Angie Logan from Lubbock, Texas, points out that she and her husband are not in the sales business, but they found sales principles help them to get along in life and especially with their family. Angie tells of an experience they had with their three-year-old daughter, Danielle, who is very intelligent and has a mind of her own. Sound familiar, parents? Previously, requests made of Danielle resulted in a tug-of-war and on occasion, punishment that left everyone unhappy. Yet Angie and Danny felt they could not permit their three-year-old child to manipulate or control them. So they decided to take the high road and utilize some good old-fashioned common-sense sales procedures. They point out that no one likes to be commanded to do something, so they started letting Danielle make her own decisions. No, they didn't abdicate responsibility to a three-year-old. They simply gave her a choice. Instead of saying, Danielle, pick up your truck, they would say, do you want to carry your truck to your room or roll it? She would jump up and yell, roll it, and off she'd go. They used this approach in many different situations to encourage good behavior, and it worked wonderfully well. The family saved mountains of guilt, grief, and frustration while introducing Danielle to the process of learning to make choices. The difference in family harmony was noticeable almost immediately. Both parents say Danielle is outgoing her spells of stubbornness and is becoming a happy, bubbly, well-disciplined child. Their crowning moment arrived when they heard Danielle ask her little brother, Michael, do you want to give me my Barbie doll or lay her on the bed? He laid it on the bed. The significant lesson to be learned from Angie and Danny is that leadership and salesmanship in many cases are synonymous. In this situation, the result was Danielle ended up doing what her parents wanted her to do and actually enjoyed it in the process. Dwight Eisenhower, Allied Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces in World War II, and after that, President of the United States, defined leadership as the art of getting someone else to do something that you want done because he wants to do it. 
Gentle persuasion is effective in all areas of life because it preserves the dignity of the individual. That's the way to raise a family, make a friend, and build a sales career. Organization and discipline, gaining control of your time and your life. When you discipline yourself to do the things you need to do, when you need to do them, the day will come when you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. 175 of the CEOs of the Fortune 500 companies are former United States Marines. I don't need to tell you that the U.S. Marines teach organization, discipline, responsibility, and commitment. They also teach loyalty as well as mental and physical toughness. In the sales world, those qualities will take you a long way. As a matter of fact, combine those with sales knowledge, a caring attitude, and some reasonable social skills, and I will label you a can't-miss salesperson. The discipline we all need is attainable. Specifically, if you and I can look at the benefits for starting our day at the proper time on a regular basis, we will be inclined to do what is best. Sales giant Walter Haley says research proves that 70% of all sales are made between 7 o'clock in the morning and 1 p.m. 20% are made between 1 and 4 p.m. and only 10% after 4 p.m. When people are energetic and just getting the day started, they're obviously in a more optimistic and responsive frame of mind. In addition, these results come from the fact that the salesperson is also more excited and motivated about what he or she is doing. Discipline and organization makes a difference in sales. If you're going to make it big, the odds are good that you've got to make it early. The obvious exception to this would be in direct sales businesses where sales are made in the evenings. But in the 1990s, even people in traditional sales positions like insurance and real estate are finding the daylight hours to be most productive. The sales professional doesn't count time. He and she make time count. Independent sales professionals who discipline themselves to keep detailed records are more productive and companies which require detailed reports of a salesperson's activities have a more productive sales force. So how are you doing? Are you treating those behind the scenes, those people in a helping role, just as professionally and kindly as you treat your prospects and customers? When is the last time you pointed out a good job being done to someone on your support team? Don't wait another minute. Go right now and strengthen the relationships you have with your support team and reap the benefits of it. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Sigler. Sigler. Inspiring true performance.